Hey everyone, we're going to start doing a fun series where we interview each one of the volunteers who are parts of Voluntarism in Action. And today we've got our very own DJ. DJ, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited. Got a series of questions that I'm going to ask you. You're going to try to keep them more or less the same for everyone so that we can get a pretty good idea of the opinions of all of our folks on these topics. So start out. Because government has such an influence over society, I think most people have to convert to a liberty philosophy, whether it's libertarianism or anarchism or voluntarism. So what's your story? Uh, so, I mean, it kind of started out probably towards the end of high school back in like 2008, 2009. I kind of discovered Ron Paul. And mm -hmm. that I think, feel like that's a very similar starting point for many people. A lot of people did. Yeah. So I think it really kind of re realizing the realities of like a lot of the wars in the Middle East is really kind of what I was raised in a more Republican household. But I never really like liked calling myself one. I never really found a home in either one of the two major parties kind of deal. Nothing ever sat right. But as I learned more about like the wars and stuff, that's really where I kind of started down that path of like, maybe they're not so honest and it's not just like, you know, a little bit of lies here and there to campaign and it goes a lot deeper than I think a lot of people realize, especially at that age. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where it all really began. And then I think once memes really kind of blew up on Facebook and that's really a lot of, you know, a lot of times you're like, well, that seems kind of crass. I don't really know if it's that black and white. And then you kind of read the comment threads and you kind of get you thinking like, maybe that does have some truth to it, you know, behind the joke. And that's it just kind of slowly started from there and, Okay, yeah, so as like yeah. kind of wore you down after a while. Yeah, humor does, humor does that, you know. Sometimes a stand-up comedian will make a line and it kind of just sticks with you, and you kind of like, well, that's not right. And then you know, challenging that belief you've held your whole life, and you're kind of going, well, maybe, maybe I'm just I haven't really you know thought about it as deep as I thought I did. And yeah, so. I think humor can be really, really good for that because when you're yeah openly antagonistic to something someone believes, or if you challenge it, then they usually put up walls of defense. But if it's if it's in a humorous way, then like you said, they can be like, ah, that's not it's not quite that way, but it sticks with them. They don't just reject it immediately. Yeah. For nice. sure. More lighthearted way to kind of challenge someone's thought process than being like, you're just a terrible person, you know? <laughs> yeah. People don't respond well to that. Yeah. No. No. So how did you become a part of voluntarism in action? So I've for a little while I was I was kind of following the what Liberty Memes was doing in their heyday and they kind of branched off and started trying to make a little more difference in the world kind of thing. And that kind of that that's this whole it's a whole different thing going on now. But uh so I kind of inspired me a little bit. I made a small little meme page. And I think I had like 15 followers, but I had followed voluntarism in action for a few years. And so I shared a couple of their posts on it. And I think it was Sarah actually reached out to me and inboxed me was like, Hey, we need someone to make some memes for us. If you, you know, it's, it's, it's a volunteer spot. If you have some time and I was kind of hesitant because I was still fairly new at making memes. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready to like jump in and, you know, for an organization and like have that kind of responsibility. And then she messaged me again a couple months later and kind of just wouldn't let it go. And so I was like, okay. And eventually she convinced me I, uh, I think I messaged Logan back and forth a couple times and he got me signed in. And so I started out just, you know, posting a meme or two on the Facebook page that kind of snowballed to where now I pretty much 
about a hundred percent of what you're seeing now on the Facebook as me posting it and organizing it and stuff. But yeah, just uh, making memes and Sarah reached out to me and here I am, you know. So nice. And you're yeah. you're one of our two primary meme makers. If yeah. I, I've kind of slowed down recently because the kids getting a little older has been a little tougher to like, you know, I don't, but I still make them once in a while, but we brought Amanda on and she does a great job. So a lot of the morning, the newer stuff you see is her. I've been just reposting because I've made quite a bit that first year. I was just cranking out two a day for a long time. And it, you kind of run dry in that fountain after a while. It's like, how we, That's a lot. Know, yeah. And then you're trying to keep it. You can't get too dank with the, uh, being a nonprofit. So like it kind of, you know, it can only make some go so far. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I love it. It's, it's a, uh, it's funny. I tell people all the time, they're like memes. That's how you got there. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they're a powerful thing. You know, mm-hmm. that's why they are used so often because yeah. it's so effective. Like we talked about. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's your favorite program or fundraiser that voluntarism in action has done? Uh, probably the Sierra Leone one. Um, I think it's kind of cool to see how big of an impact we can make over there. Cause I like, uh, I, I mean, obviously I love them all. I think it's great. We do so many different things, but I'd really enjoy seeing like how many children's lives we are directly impacting over there. Uh, just the smiles on their faces when we get the videos and the pictures from them, just knowing that, you know, it's pretty life-changing what we're doing over there. And it's just, it's really cool to be a part of that and just see that happen and, I, I just love it. It's just, it's one of my favorite things to post whenever it comes up in my schedule, like, Oh, I get to share this again. And I just love looking at the photos and the video clips that we get. Yeah. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. I love that we do it with Bitcoin. I love yeah. that uh, we can help people, like you said, especially kids. Yeah. Of course, there's always, always more that can be done because of the kind of right. challenges that they have over there. But yeah, it's, it's sad to think about how hard it can be for children. Like, just elsewhere you know sometimes you kind of forget here like we've had a lot of challenges recently but it's you know it's almost like nothing compared to what they have to go through and the fact that we have to go through bitcoin which is nice option to have and it's cool that we have that you know potential to do that but it really makes you think it's like oh we got to do it this way it's just how grateful they are it's just really it's just a warming feeling for me i just love it especially since i've become a dad it's i've always loved kids but like it's it hits different you know Mm -hmm. Now, what's your favorite piece of liberty-oriented media? Book, essay, movie, song? Um, I'm not super well-read on the topic, to be completely honest, but one of the ones that got me when I was younger was Anthem by Ayn Rand. I thought it was, uh, I may have said her name wrong, um, but I always loved that book. I thought it was good. Um, For me, a lot of it was music kind of got me a lot when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, Ironically, I think the Beatles were a big push for me. I thought a lot of people were like, oh, they're pretty, yeah, but they they had that very strong anti-war message, pro-love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of, that coupled with, because I kind of got into them around the same time I discovered Ron Paul. So that kind of like was just a perfect fusion, I think, for me. It's really get the right notes, yeah. But um, yeah, Ayn Rand, I do love her stuff. Um, I got a couple of the Connor Boyack books now, and I've read a couple of those, and those are pretty good. I haven't really done a lot of the essay readings or anything, but that's really kind of where I started. And those are the things I think of first when I, you know, when I think of like suggest things to people. I mean, her writing style can be kind of dry, but Anthem is such a short, easy read compared to Atlas that, <laughs> that yeah. it's a good suggestion for people. Really, yeah, Atlas Atlas was a struggle for me. That was uh, it was good, but there was times where I'm like, man, can we like get going? It's long. It's long. Yeah. 
I love that music was a part yeah. of that too, because so often it's it's the Ayn Rand books or it's the mm-hmm. <clears throat> Mises articles and things like that. But to have music be a part of that, I think is really unique and exciting, especially that yeah. the Beatles could open up uh, that. Yeah, I get, I get a lot of weird looks at some of the uh, Liberty Circles and I'm like, yeah, John Lennon was actually a big reason I'm in this circle now. And people are like, that guy? I'm like, eh, it's like, a, it's like a, I, I don't agree with him 100%, but he did kind of open up that thought process. And Rush is another one of those, I think is very common in the Liberty Circles, just the songs like Free Will and stuff. And, uh, I can't remember the other one, but there's a couple of them where he really, they have one song called The Anarchist, which was on their last album they ever did as a group, which was a pretty interesting uh, song. But yeah, this music has always been big for me. So that was one of the things that really kind of got me thinking too. With the growing tyranny in the world, uh, governments using every excuse to steal more liberty and property from people, what are you doing to try to keep yourself and your family free? Just trying to, I don't I, I don't really rely on the government. I don't really, we're not really doing too much. I don't think proactively. I mean, we try to stay involved in the community and stuff like that. I like to do any kind of volunteering I can help any, I'll pick up any trash I see when I'm like walking the dogs and doing a neighborhood walk at the playground, that kind of thing. Um, my wife's not exactly in line with my political beliefs. So that's always kind of interesting sometimes when we have discussions when it comes up. But she's been she's been kind of getting there more and more, um, especially with taxes and stuff. She's just seeing them increase. And all of a sudden, like the grocery bills are going up. She's like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, this was like I tried to tell you that stimulus wasn't free. You know, she's like, well, we don't have to pay it back. I'm like, we're gonna. And so but no, I mean, just try to we just try to take care of our own. I started growing um, some of my own vegetables and stuff this year just to try and learn some more independence, and not having to be too reliant on, you know, others for our basic needs and things like that. Um, just encouraging people to, you know, go out in the community, do things in that nature. I think that's really the biggest thing you can do is even if it's a small impact, you can see it and you can feel it. So that's that's really kind of what I like to do. I try and do that with my dog. My three year old loves picking up trash and litter and stuff. She she gets a kick out of it. So I'm hoping that influence sticks with her. She sees me, you know, I I try and keep like uh, peanut butter sandwiches in the car. I'll give it to like a, someone on the street, if they, you know, a homeless person or something like that give that to him if I have any cash on hand, which is pretty rare nowadays, but it's just little things like that. Like nothing too crazy. I don't really go knocking on doors, you know. If you accepted voluntarism into your life. Yeah. Right. No, but I think that's great. Cause I think that's where the biggest changes are made by those little actions and they're cumulative and they add up over time as more and more people do them. The, yeah best way to change the world is to first change yourself that was kind of hard because i was a fairly selfish person for a long time and then i was kind of like i started once i kind of started adopting those beliefs i'm like i'm not really living it you know like i always kind of kept my head down thought about myself kind of ignored the things around me and it's kind of hard to do that as you get older i feel like it's just the more you see it you're like something's got to happen here you know well especially as a parent yeah uh, you get more used to seeing i guess feeling the benefits that come from helping another person mm-hmm. and granted your your child is very closely connected to you obviously right. but there's still that that good feeling when you help someone uh, who's not related to you and that mm-hmm. is a positive reinforcement helping even more people yeah and it, i think also it helps you see other people as more human too because they're just thinking like oh that's someone else's kid you know like 
as silly as that sounds like when you're growing up you know you're like oh my parents don't know anything you don't you don't really associate you're like oh i'm better than these people that and then you just realize everyone came from somewhere that's someone's kid and like you how would you feel if that was your daughter you know if that was my daughter in that situation i would hope somebody would reach out give them you know reach out a hand to them give them something you know so it is interesting as a parent how different you do end up viewing the world like it's yeah it's it's very eye-opening it's like oh okay like there's a lot more going on. You're a lot more aware of things too. Like there's a lot of times I'm like, oh, like throw on an sh- old movie that I used to love. And I'm like, I don't think I should be watching it. <laughs> you know, not realizing some of the stuff in them. And, mm-hmm. but, yeah, yeah, it's a different view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's very eye-opening for sure. Well, DJ, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. It's been great. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed it. You know, you have a good day. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you like what we do here, please like, share, subscribe, comment, and go over to our website where you can offer donations, request help, help us help people who are in need voluntarily. And we'll see you next time.